Welcome to Lexio Divina. I'm Anita Lustria, and may this spiritual practice give you bread for your journey and help quench your parched soul. Today's reading is from the book of Luke, chapter 9, verses 18 through 27. I'm going to read it in the NIV version of Scripture. As usual, uh, we will be hearing the Scripture passage several times, and I'll give a different instruction before each time I read. And as we prep to hear the passage, let's um, uh, not only get into a comfortable position, but before you do that, maybe you want to grab a pen and paper if you don't already have that handy and some colorful markers or whatever it is that might help you as you listen. Some people like keeping their hands busy or just like to sketch a little. Um, I'm a doodler personally, so maybe you are too. So uh, let me pray as we move toward our practice. Oh, Holy Spirit, guide our hearing. Wake our ears to words you speak. Amen. So let's now get into a comfortable position. Maybe roll your shoulders a little bit. Take a couple of deep breaths in for four. And out for four. Let's do that again. Feels good. Clearing out of our minds that list that is working really hard to form. <laughs> Whatever things are distracting you or swirling around, let's, let's set them aside as best we can for the next few moments together. The first time I read, as you listen, pay attention for a word or a phrase that just leaps out at you or, or grabs you as it goes past your ears. Um, so again, the first time through, pay attention for that nudge when, when you hear a certain word or phrase. Luke 9, 18 through 27. Once, when Jesus was praying in private and his disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, that one of the prophets of long ago has come back to life. But what about you? he asked. Who do you say I am? Peter answered, God's Messiah. Jesus strictly warned them not to tell this to anyone. And he said, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. Truly, I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God.
what word or phrase jumped out at you? You might want to jot it down and come back to it later today or reflect a little bit more on it sometime this week. So let's move to our second hearing of the word and of the passage. And this second time, let an image come to mind. Um, Again, that image might or might not be literal. Figurative images can help you process the passage and hear what God has to say. So let's settle in for this second reading, allowing an image to come to mind. Once, when Jesus was praying in private and his disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others that one of the prophets of long ago has come back to life. But what about you, he asked, who do you say I am? Peter answered, God's Messiah. Jesus strictly warned them not to tell this to anyone. And he said, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and he must be killed on the third day, be raised to life. Then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. Truly I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. What image surfaced for you during the reading of the passage that time? Um, Was it surprising? Kind of odd? Concrete? What kind of image elevated for you? And how might it help you make sense of today's passage? Well, I'm going to read it for a final time. And the last time in in any Lexio um, practice, it's all about the invitation that we hear from God. And so listen for an invitation from God. This is personal. This is um, you and God. What is God inviting you to today through this passage? Once when Jesus was praying in private and his disciples were with him, he asked them, who do the crowds say I am? They replied, some say John the Baptist, Others say Elijah, and still others, that one of the prophets of long ago has come back to life. But what about you, he asked, who do you say I am? Peter answered, God's Messiah. 
Jesus strictly warned them not to tell this to anyone. And he said, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. Truly, I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. What invitation does God have for you today? Is it anything that connects with your word or phrase or the image that came to mind? It's always interesting to see what the invitation is all about. You might want to make note of your invitation and just pay attention over the next day or two and see how it might uh, present itself and connect to what's happening in your life. I'd love to hear what God is speaking to you. If you feel like it, you can always email me. The email address is producer at anitalustria.com. And now receive this benediction as you go today. May the peace of God be in your heart. The grace of God be in your words. The love of God be in your hands. The joy of God be in your soul and in the song that your life sings. Amen.